Welcome to Lead with Story, a show dedicated to helping leaders and purpose-driven organizations harness the power of story. Discover the strategies successful leaders use to inspire, motivate, and communicate their big ideas, and go behind the scenes to learn how purpose-driven brands use stories to stand out in a sea of sameness. Now, your host, Stephanie Jirosh. Hey everyone, Stephanie Jirosh here from Lead With Story. Thanks so much for coming back and listening to the podcast. So excited to have you here with me today. I want to talk a little bit today about what makes up a successful leader. Now, I have worked with entrepreneurs, startup founders, owners of small to medium-sized businesses, aspiring entrepreneurs, solopreneurs for about 10 plus years now. And I've noticed some common themes among the leaders that I've worked with. Now, whether or not they were successful right out of the gate, what I noticed, of course, is that they had patience in order to lead and do the great work. And I often get asked, what is the criteria of a great leader? What defines a great leader? Is it courage? Is it calm under pressure? And for most, it can be quite ambiguous. But after working with all these amazing entrepreneurs from around the world for the last decade, um, there are four key elements a great leader does that amplifies their success that I want to talk about today. The thing that's kind of crazy, though, before we dive into that is I'm going to let y'all in on a secret. It has nothing to do with education, and it has very little to do with their socioeconomic class or background, and it doesn't always have to do with their network. So if you're worried that the key elements are things that you may not have inside those three spaces, then fear not, because I'm here to tell you it's actually okay. So what, in fact, makes up a successful leader? All right, here are the four elements of a successful leader that I have found. First, they ask questions and listen before giving their opinion. This takes me back to the days when I worked a regular nine to five. Have you ever had a really bad boss? I have had a really bad boss. They were disrespectful. They lacked empathy. um, They micromanaged my work. They always thought they were correct, like they were the ones who knew everything. The most common toxic leader traits often revolve around a leader lacking in collaborative communication and ignoring or dismissing team members' feedback. This is something I experienced firsthand. No matter what I said or what I did, it didn't matter because it wasn't correct in the eyes of this particular boss. These types of bosses also often interrupt or they speak over others because they want to show who's boss, so to speak. They want to kind of, you know, what is it, fluff the feathers like a peacock? But what they're actually doing is losing the respect of their team and it builds resentment among employees. Great leaders that I know prefer to ask questions more than issue directives. They also listen more than they talk. Great leaders understand there may be creative solutions to problems for which they may not have all the information. They value their team members' opinions and seek to understand more than they seek to dominate. 
The second element of a successful leader that I've seen is that they hold space for inspiration. Most organizations say they want inspired employees. I I say that I want inspired employees, but it's tough to build inspiration into the company culture. Doing that requires much more than simply offering some foosball tables and company happy hours or worst of all those pizza lunches, right, that are meant to be celebratory but often are rather lackluster. Inspiration is born in a space free of micromanagement and is encouraged at every level of the organization when done right. But when inspiration is lacking, Employees feel overworked, undervalued. Um, They often kind of grind through their daily tasks. Employees may also feel that they can't bring their inspired ideas to the table. Um, So oftentimes, great ideas fizzle out before they even get spoken about. Great leaders hold space for inspiration. They understand that inspiration is born without fear of failure. Organizations scale and achieve success faster and in often invisible ways because of the inspiration that executives see within the ranks that they build up. An inspired team is a company that grows and most of all, it does not stay stagnant. The third element of a successful leader, they allow great creative problem solving. Have you ever had a great idea to solve a pressing problem at work. I know I have. Back in the day, a long time ago, um, I worked as a kind of a customer service rep for a well-known online influencer. I mean, this is many, many years ago, so I don't even think influencer was the term at at the time. And I had some really cool ways that I could make the process of handling Um, customer feedback or customer questions. And that was building out an FAQ page on the website. I saw that a lot of questions were being asked repeatedly. It took up a lot of time, valuable time. And so I recommended um, an FAQ page, right? Which seems pretty, I I don't know, um, basic, but made massive impact on the amount of time we spent in that department and getting to the questions that, you know, um, could easily be diverted somewhere else. That's creative problem solving, being able to come inspire to the table to an individual and say, I have a better way of doing this. Hear me out. Sometimes an employee comes with a solution that is so out of the box, we couldn't help but be impressed. This often happens. And organizations that listen to those employees or listen to that great idea are usually the most successful at scaling because they're also successful at problem solving. The best leaders are open to creative problem solving and welcome input from employees who are closer to the issue than they are. Oftentimes, you'll see an executive, a C-level suite, so high up that they're often so far removed from the core problem or issue or department even. So for my example, as a customer representative, I had day-to-day interactions with the customers that felt this influencer was just the most amazing person in the world. That influencer never had contact with any of the people that wrote in. This is a person that um, really kind of lived in a bubble. And basically, it was the team member around her that that managed relationships um, and managed kind of the feedback and the growth of the business while she, you know, focused on other avenues inside the business. Creative problem solving and inspiration are two sides of the same coin. 
right? So when you have both, you're able to bring more to the table. By creating a collaborative environment, especially free from micromanagement, a company opens the door to inspired and creative solutions. It's here that when you scale and you offer an opportunity, especially when you have that gap in the C-suite versus the person next to it, that you have an opportunity to really build something of meaning that creates effective solutions inside the organization because you allow the employees who are next to the problem um, have some ownership in that space. All right, number four, the fourth element of a successful leader. They appreciate and they celebrate This is such a vital component of being a great leader. One of the most appreciated traits of a great leader is their ability to acknowledge, appreciate, and celebrate the people around them. Nobody likes a boss that is underappreciative, right? Who overlooks others' hard work and commitment on a consistent basis. Employee dissatisfaction arises most from a lack of feeling seen or appreciated. And in fact, many people leave jobs, not because of the job, but because of the leader, You know, what do they say? I'm not quitting the job. I'm quitting the manager. Remember, we spend the majority of our days doing work and the best leaders share their appreciation with others and give credit where credit is due. Impactful stories create meaningful companies and empower their leaders. I'd love for you to join an upcoming masterclass and learn how story can help leaders and organizations like yours, like yours or yourself succeed in today's fast-paced digital world. So after you listen... Do me a favor, you know, give a like, share this episode with someone who could get some value from it, and then head on over to the website. The link is in the show notes and take a minute to review the lead with story process and see if it's something that you or your organization or your team could benefit from in making a lasting impact that I know you desire. Until next time. Like what you hear? Click subscribe and leave a review. Then join Stephanie each week as she shares her strategies to support your success. Thanks again for tuning in to Lead With Story, and we'll catch you in the next episode.